Faster? Faster! We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you feeling fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Howdy <laughs> ho, South Parkers! I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. I'm Sean Fong. I'm going down on South Park too. And I'm Joey Bunny, and I'm also going down on South Park. Welcome to Going Down on South Park, Season 1, Episode 12. This episode is entitled Mecha Streisand. First premiered February 18th, 1998. That is not today. Um, so a long time little, ago. It was a long, long time ago. In the galaxy, galaxy far, far away. Did you guys see Rogue One yet? I did. Dude, what'd you think? Yeah. We don't have time. Yeah. Joey, did you I see? didn't see it yet. I saw it last night, too. Mm. We'll talk. Force um, Awakens was better. Politan Green. It's probably literally literary. Let's talk about it during literally literary. <laughs> or off mic, maybe? <laughs> Guess we got to start a new show. <laughs> um, so, a little background on this episode. Oh God, there's so much. I have my like normal fucking out of control notes on this. Um, so, so this is, wait, hold on. Sorry, this is the second to last of the season. Right? This is the second to last of the season. Yeah, there's yeah, one okay. more. The, the next episode will be our um, uh, the season finale of the first episode and then penultimate. And then no, 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 this is the penultimate. I know. Oh yes. What is penultimate from? Why is it pen? I don't know. Come on, you must know. No, if I did, I would think say Think harder. <laughs> I'm going to press you knew, until it works. If I, if I knew, I would Pen tell you. Pen ultimate. Pen ultimate. I don't Pen know. Pen ultimate. I don't know. I would. I could bullshit a couple of different things, but I'm not going to. Um, so, first things first. They hate Barbara Streisand. Apparently so. Matt, Matt Stone and Trey Parker actually hate Barbara Streisand. Um, there's I a thought bit... it was like a uh, just another random celebrity Me jab. Too. I did not know no. they hated but it this then, much. Yeah, we watched some of the, the commentary for this episode, and Jesus, fuck, they, they hate that one. <laughs> it's very very interesting, by the way. I, I feel very connected to this because recently I've I'm very liberal. I'm very Democrat. If you haven't noticed from the, every single episode I've ever been on, and I really have learned to hate other liberals. So I really sympathize with them a lot in hating Streisand. Even though I agree with like all these liberal policies and politics, I kind of hate them. I don't think they're liberal. They're like, like down the line, no Streisand. I'm saying is. sure. Oh, I'm I saying, you're saying you sympathize with them at being liberals. Yes, I, I, I kind of uh, agree with them in hating on celebrities. Oh, right, right, right. right. I, yeah, is I, like the I never was like, right. oh, fuck celebrities. They're kind of douchey. Now I really <laughs> kind of don't like them. Yeah, to clarify, <laughs> that's that's the thing. They usually just pick, I mean, as they were saying in the commentary, and we'll we'll try not to reference the commentary too much. Well, I mean, whatever. We can reference you do as much you as the do. fuck we want. I'm just, yeah. I just meant, um, by all want. means, check out the commentary. We actually cut it short. They, we're very glad in later episodes they end up doing commentary minis, as they are, obviously, because the the, the you know the full episode kind of gets boring after a while, um, and usually does to you, to most people I think. Well, to the man or, who no, doesn't I, to, watch it, to them I think that's the key. To <laughs> yeah. well, no, I've always I've listened to all the commentaries, it's but you didn't watch of, this episode. What do you mean? You were on your phone. The episode? Yeah. Because I'm fucking doing the episode. I'm doing work. I'm trying to like. I know. I'm calling you out. Our on friends. Air. <laughs> I have anyway. So <laughs> this um, fucking bastard over here does research. Can you believe why, that shit? So here's some of the reasons why they hate Mega Streisand. It's really just kind of down to one. Um, so as they reference in the commentary, why they hate Barbara um, Streisand? What did I say? Mega Streisand. Sorry, same shit. Yeah. Not exactly. Um, uh, Amendment 2. Amendment 2 was a vote that passed in Colorado in 1992. Right to bear arms? Um, no, it wasn't. Um, it was, it right was to arm an, bears? 
The right to arm bears? That is the Second Amendment, my friend. Mm. Come on now. I would love that everyone have <laughs> you know a right to own an arm of a bear, just like your arm <laughs> turns into a bear arm. So uh, I'll quote what it actually Catching said. salmon um, right out of the river. It's a little bit long. The, neither the state of Colorado, though any of its branches, or through any of its branches or departments or any of its agencies, political subdivisions, municipalities, or school districts, shall enact, adopt, or enforce any statute, regulation, ordinance, or policy whereby homosexual lesbian or bisexual orientation conduct practices or relationships shall constitute or otherwise be the basis or of of or entitle any person or class of persons to have or claim any minority status quota preferences protected status or claim of discrimination this section of the constitution shall be in all respects self-executing so in other words um it denies the right of homosexuals or any member of the lgbt LGBTQ community um, to have an equal protection status. Don't forget the AP. Correct. So, what? so LGBTQAP. What's AP? Uh, allied or asexual and pansexual. I didn't know. That. So the uh, Barbara Streisand spoke out as a sort of, I, I guess, an icon of the gay community in a sense. Uh, spoke out against this amendment, um, but she did it in such a way that pissed Trey Parker and Matt Stone off because um, it is a little bit of a sensitive thing. I mean, ju- you know, just hating her because of this might be seen as kind of a weird, you know, it might have a weird skew to it. But the reason they actually they got pissed at her was just the fact that she she owned a place in Aspen allegedly and said that she'll never go to Colorado again um, because essentially everyone. Colorado is a bunch of hicks, um, as portrayed in this episode. It's so that's portrayed why he, in every episode. Well, I, I mean, they they kind of say the same thing with the existence of South Park. That's a fair point. I think that's a very fair point. I, I think that they do it lovingly, and they're from yeah. Colorado. It, Whereas an outsider, yeah, you, like an outsider, can call you know right. a bunch of hicks, a bunch of hicks. But if you're a hick, you're like a self loving hick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, our word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Colorado, so, the place that just legalized weed and voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, and to clarify, by the way, I think that the Supreme Court overturned oh. it. Uh, ro- ro- um, just interesting. They're not Romer versus Evans um, eventually okay. overturned that. Um, so there's the background on why they hate Mecca Streisand. Another mm. element of the background of this episode is Trey Parker, Trey Parker specifically's love for um, Japanese, well, well, I guess we can call it monster, like B sure. monster I, movies. It, it really is Godzilla movies. Like they, it, yeah. Well, they're that, called kaiju films. They're called kaiju films. Um, K-A-I-J-U films. So Gamera, Mothra, Ultraman. Oh, Charlie um, told us this in Pacific Rim. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> well do you want to go on about it? No, he just that's as much as you are calling me a Charlie or not. <laughs> no, well, I think it's ironic that you were yeah. our Charlie, and Charlie did exactly say kaiju, kaiju a million times in Pacific Rim. Have you guys true. ever seen any of those? The, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the Pacific Rim or the the no, the, like Japanese Godzilla movies, uh, so like Gamera, Mothra, Ultraman. Y- yeah, no, like flipping through on you know uh, UHF stations and in, in my youth, <laughs> I, but, I watched uh, UHF stations. That's why fantastic. Is that, why is that? A, like, because UHF is not really a thing. Anybody have like ever watched? Tell that, that to Weird Al. Yeah, I feel like that's like I will tell that to Weird Al. Is that like I a coast thing? Because like be it's a coast thing. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. like our 100%. Fox was in UHF, and like yeah, we had. Yeah, yep. you guys were just fucking racist against the UHF frequency. Well, I mean, UHF Wait, isn't a race, race, but sure. <laughs> specific, we were definitely prejudiced a, against UHF. Isms are bad. Joey, have you seen any of the uh, 
I actually, it's weird. I, maybe you can help me. I watched Ultraman, but not the other ones. Is Ultraman like later than the others? I don't know. I honestly Ultraman's couldn't tell you the chronology of. No, Ultraman is the is um, Leonard Bolton. He turns oh, into Ultraman. Gotcha. And he had his own Super Nintendo video games. That's how I know it. He played again. You fought Mothra. <laughs> and you fought Godzilla. So the connection yeah, actually. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I was just gonna say I'm aware of them from like flipping past them, but I never liked them or enjoyed them. I'm mostly aware I, of them from the um, from Mystery Science Theater 3000s. Yeah, they did a bunch of those. They did like Amara, and I, I can't remember the other one they did. Um, but so the connections are so Mechagodzilla was Barbara Streisand, Mothra was um, Robert Smith. Was Mothra good? The movie? Well, no, no, no. I mean, the the character. Is he that supposed to be good? That was kind of the, the cool. Because Robert Smith was Mothra, right? It was cool. Yeah, Robert Smith was Mothra. And obviously, Mothra. he's the savior. Well, I think yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. I thought that was the thing about uh, at least that Godzilla movie is that it's not that Mothra was necessarily good, is that it was against uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. So yeah, Godzilla yeah. was always bad. It, it's yes. more of the, the enemy of man, me is my friend sort right. of thing. Because in the new Godzilla, he's good. Godzilla, that is. Really? What? Yeah, he kind of he kills the bad monsters, and Godzilla's the same. Is this like the uh, the Velociraptors become the good guys? Kind of. <laughs> Jesus fuck. No, no, the T Rex. You didn't see the new Godzilla? Huh? I I saw Godzilla two thousand, and I fell asleep, and I have never been interested again. Anyway, Gamera, uh, Cindy Perfectly Poitier fair. was Gamera. Do you guys want to know the lyrics to the to the Japanese? Sure. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can stop. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Trey Parker speaks Japanese, so um, Robert Smith oh, really? was. Um, I really like Robert Smith. Was the mm. lyrics to Robert Smith's Japanese one? Uh, Barbara Streisand's was uh, Barbara, Barbara, she's a bitch. Barbara, Barbara. <laughs> I have the Japanese one, but I'm not going to fucking fuck it up. Mm. Um, and then the Mecha, Mecha Streisand was uh, From This Moment On, I am Mecha Streisand. Uh, Leonard Malton was Listen, Listen, Here's a Tulip. Um, <laughs> and I think there, another iteration of it was actually Come, Come, Tulip. Um, and then the other one was, uh, was, uh, Port- Mega Portier, was, uh, Mega Portier, Mega Portier, uh, look what a black man you are, which of course is why a chef <laughs> is like, was that really necessary? Um, <laughs> uh, I get it. Okay. Um, anyway, so I guess we could just jump down a couple of the other, the reception on the episode, it was the most watched to date, 5.4 million people. And mm. I think three points on my household, three points on my million households. Um, fans, however, did not like it as uh, confessed by Trey Parker and uh-huh. and made exemplary by fans. Um, but what? most importantly, as, fa- as besides the fact that they hated Barbara Streisand, this was such a fucking excuse for Trey Parker to meet Robert Smith. Mm. Right. And he's you can listen to the commentary here. on him talking about that, but he's But he never actually tripping. meets him. They just kind of talk over the phone. Correct. But Wait, still, no, I mean, no, I think he might have come in for to do the voiceover. No, no they, they did s- over the phone. Oh, like the yeah, it was ISDN, essentially. So he was in the studio, and they kind of phoned gotcha. it in. Ooh, good pun. Anyway, I am out of the info. That is everything I know. Right on. So, favorite moments. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just diary at all of his prep. One of Yeah, one of my favorite moments uh, comes actually before the episode during the DV- DVD intros, uh, which is Matt and Trey dressed up as cowboys and uh, kicking, uh, 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 what's the guy's name? What's the native companion? Or I think Indian that's companion. Indian that's exactly companion. Right. Gotcha. I was, I was trying to be too PC, I guess. Um, In the commentary, like uh, videos before. Yeah, yeah. But Someone's I, I, coming. I just love the fact that every time they shoot the guns, they're like little cheesy cap guns, but they like they brace each other and they're like, okay, here it comes. And they both look away and they shoot them off into one direction. It's such that- an instinctive kid thing, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where you, you really do. See, I well, wonder do if cap you're... guns even still exist? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Really? Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, just get some real guns. Well, yeah, that too. But I feel like everything's just been outlawed and, you know, all you have is snakes and PC sparklers culture. left. Yep. 
Joey? Uh, I loved, I think this was really Cartman in his prime. I got to say, I think this is where yeah. Cartman already has his catchphrases, yeah. but they're not Kick overusing them. Yeah, he's just funny in pretty much everything <laughs> he says. Yeah. And I also noticed this in the commentary watch because Matt Stone was pretty much laughing at every single line Cartman would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Trey wasn't. Trey, I mean, Trey was laughing at other shit, but Matt Stone really loved Cartman's stuff. And I, ent- I was noticing that it was interesting because Matt Stone like loved the dialogue. He was laughing at the dialogue and the story. Like He was really into it, where Trey Parker was just kind of like laughing at random elements of it and just like weirder <laughs> stuff. Um, I loved it. I also loved the soundtrack. I thought, obviously, because I'm a music dude, I loved the way they used the cinematic soundtrack. Like whenever Leonard Maltin was talking, they would have these like you know dramatic musical cues. And then this one moment where I thought there was like a Beverly Hills cop theme. I didn't quite know what that was. It was a lot of synthesizers. And I think it, it was, was a, too dark. I, I think actually it was a Cure homage. Maybe mm. that ah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't get the Cure. I, like I didn't. You get don't the, get the Cure. Or? Yeah. Well, I'll, you have I'll, to have a breakup. Don't oh. you have to break up with your girlfriend? Kind of. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. It's I, just like heaven. No. <laughs> Go ahead. That's good. Thank you. Not one of their biggest hits, but good. Uh, <laughs> Six you, different ways. Okay. <laughs> You either have uh, the Smiths or the Cure. I, I don't know. That was, wasn't that like they're the, not the same? Yeah, pretty they're much. They're kind of like Rolling they Stones and the same. Beatles. Or, yeah, <laughs> but but no, they're not. Go Wait, ahead. is Robert Smith like was he formerly a Smith and got kicked out? No, no, no. I did not even really notice that. That's funny. Huh? No, no relation. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no relation. Oh. But by the way, and the music, I wanted to, oh man, I wanted to fucking mention this last time and I forgot. God damn it. Where was it? It was the song and Damien's thing. Um, so, oh, got it. Uh, so this is, this is a total throwback that I forgot to mention during the Damien episode. The, the Omen kind of music that they were singing was, uh, Rectus Domus, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. which translates Sanctus. to, which, tra- no, no, it wasn't Sanctus. It was Spiritus. just, no, that would not be either. Sanctus is, you know, uh-huh. is like a sanctum. Yeah, basically. And Spiritus is spirit. Rectum. Uh, Rectus Dominus mean, translates from Latin into dominate your ass. Almost ass master. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the same shit. Continue. I'm sorry. Shawnee. Was, uh, was he going something? He was about to, yeah. Go ahead. Really? Fine. I'll Rochambeau you for it. <laughs> I love oh. Rochambeau. Okay, have you guys ever played Rochambeau? No, good God. Well, th- that's not... Maybe, ro- maybe what? after this episode, we tried and we did it once and okay. someone was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I don't believe that's actually what Rochambeau is, though. What is Rochambeau? Um, I... Uh, I I really don't know. I think I, he was a general in like the French Revolution or something. Uh, I think actually Sorry. is that the slappy hands game? So or? it's like a duel. I I, I, I want to say it's the American Revolution. Actually, it might mm. be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's well, Lafayette and uh, and Rochambeau were were in the were American Revolution. Look at you, Frenchy. Uh, what do you want to say? I I am French, so <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, all right, any other favorite moments? Yeah, what very was, good. You're, what exact, was your you're exactly correct, by the way. Thank you. Um, so let's just jump into themes. Wait, um, so what is Rochambeauing? Is it actually kicking each other in the nuts? <laughs> it is now, yeah, dude. Well, no, but like, it, it's a thing, right? No, like, it is not a thing. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> it uh, has been a thing since I was a kid, but I was a kid when this episode aired in 1998, and thus, yeah, we used to kick kid. people in the nuts. Really? Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, we do, do like them apples. That's how we do in Jersey. Yeah. You know? um, themes. Oh, I also want to hold before we just one more thing. Sure. Kenny, I love the how Kenny died. Uh, did you guys notice that? Go it ahead. was just the like tetherball, I think tetherball, and he just mm. hit the ball and it just choked him and he died. Ironically, fans hated it 
because it was just it came out of nowhere. It was, like, it was like it was such a throwaway, but and people were so annoyed by the I laziness that. of it. I like that so much. Trey Parker agrees with you, actually. That's so he, interesting. They, he, they were like, it's just it's just funny. Like it oh, it makes them laugh every time because it's also like Mecha Streisand is literally destroying the entire city, and they have these reporter <laughs> talking about oh, and South Park gets destroyed for the fifth time, and like you're thinking oh, Kenny's gonna die, she's just gonna get stepped on or blown up or something, and he just gets killed by a tether ball. It's, it's fucking great. They love the random. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's 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 poetically, you know, placed. I should say. Um, but yeah, set up one thing and pay off another. Exactly. Well, well it's it's the old bait, not bait and switch, yeah, but you know, it's uh, that's close enough. Yeah, un- uh, the unexpected, unexpected same comedy. Difference. I comedy love- is that which you don't expect. Repetition is humor. Yeah. Isn't it like tragedy and time? Tragedy. Uh, no, no. Um, comedy equals tragedy plus time. There you go. I also liked how uh, Robert Smith. And it's not. We don't agree with that, by the way. Let, let's explain comedy some more. Yeah, I liked how Robert Smith had his exit. They, re- I didn't, I didn't realize that there was like Robert Smith was the, the hero sunset. until they actually gave him like Spanish guitar, mm. like spaghetti western exit into the sunset. Do you like the Cure? I do. I do. I mean, I don't listen to a ton. I listen to Disintegration. That's pretty much what I. It's on it's my great rotation. Album. That is Trey Parker's. Is that what album. he said was the best album ever? Yeah. He said that, huh? Wow. Yes. No, like in the episode. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Members. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I don't think it's the best. Disintegration is the best album ever. <laughs> As he's walking off into the sunset. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to the Jesus Spanish Christ. guitar and writing it down. Um, it, It's interesting you, you mentioned the kind of walking off in the sunset thing. One of the huge themes of this episode was the idea of legend and epic and folklore and like, you know, the, and I, folklore itself. Um, this was their first epic episode. If you really think about mm. it, this, what, this has that epic quality yeah, yeah. to it. You know what I mean? Um, all random cameos, kind of a big sweeping expanse, yeah. huge, you oh, know, yeah. starting the figures, template for the movie almost a yeah. mythology to it. You know, yeah. there's, there's the legend kind of that sets it off. Did you remember that what Trey's favorite moment was in the commentary? No, it was, when they were in the car and Leonard mm. Malton just basically spit out this huge oh, random the, plot. The exposition. And he's, and he's like, he loves that you have to have to swallow this huge pill of exposition. <laughs> exactly. I like that that's, that's true. It's for that's many totally of the South Park episodes in the future. It's just like this huge epic thing and here's all this random plot points just yeah. thrown at you. Here's right? two minutes of everything and now <laughs> yeah. let's have fun. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it, Ameri- I wonder if South Park really is kind of our American folklore in a way, like our real-time American mm. folklore. Um, in a strangely subverted comedic sense. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Give him the Nobel Prize? More so in no, the later Dylan's season. got it. <laughs> I, I think they become more they timely. Not, I, I don't even know how they would respond to a Nobel Prize. Go ahead. I think they'd answer the call, unlike Dylan. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they do something funny. We'll go, we'll go off on this in a bit. What were you going to say? I have no idea. We were talking about, Amer- is South Park an American folklore? Oh, um, Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's very good. Thank you for that. Uh, I think by the just simple longevity, like it's almost like uh, Simpsons is now. Oh yeah, I was gonna say they 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 become more so in later seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they start to become very timely. They start to become very focused on uh, being holding a mirror up to society. We've talked about this so many times, and I mean, we're in the first episode. I think that the they always ha- first season is what I said. <laughs> I think that they always have been. 
I don't uh, like. We've gone through these episodes, you know, since the second episode was a timely episode. Right, right. But I don't think they've gotten more like minute by minute. So Barbara Streisand was not necessarily something that was. uh, Barbara Streisand might not have been, but an amendment two might not have been. But I mean, yeah, they they were addressing older issues at this point. They weren't like, you know. I don't think so, dude. They they weren't ripping from the daily headlines at at this point. Not at least they were. That's what I'm saying. Like, not as much. I don't think. Certainly not as quickly because they were still they were still in the very first season recording episodes like a couple weeks in advance but it was still very timely but I mean by the but by halfway through season two and I think at the very least at the very beginning of season three it was pretty much fucking you know six six days days to air since season three I mean that's that's fucking you know 17 years of this shit that's insane and they've gotten better like, oh, of course. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've absolutely. But, but I guess that not only have they gotten better, but I, I guess that's my point. They've always been timely, which more or less is the whole point of our show. The fact that it that not only have the episodes always been timely, but they still hold up, and these arguments are still being had. Yeah, well, I, are they? Well, I think Some it's just are. that they were addressing bigger issues, so they were timely on a larger scale. Whereas it, it just feels like the the further we get into the seasons, the more timely they are on a minute by minute basis. Whereas season one is timely on like an annual basis. I totally disagree. Okay. See, see, like listen, listen back in. I don't know what are we five years I guess from now <laughs> when when we're talking about the fact that there is there is a deeper element to Margaritaville there is a deeper element to episode two hundred there is a mm-hmm. deeper element to Muhammad you know what I mean there oh, yeah. are, there are deeper elements to all of them that are universal philosophical quandaries and political questions that are unanswered and continue to be unanswered. But they are also timely because when they bust out the Muhammad episode, it's like in direct relation to what is going on with cartoonists in the news at that time. Totally. And, you know, there was... I agree, they're timely, but but, but I think that they still... They're timely, but they talk about something universal, which is why they both hold up and are immediately accessible. Right, right. And now I'm, I'm saying that the earlier seasons are more universal than timely. I think if anything, I disagree. I they, they, I, like by season, you know, so CS in, in like, you know, I don't know, three months. When <laughs> God, Joey, I'm sorry. I just think if anything, it's a commentary on one, how history repeats itself, and two, how we haven't really progressed that far. I think it was interesting because they were talking about how Streisand was upset about an anti gay law that was being passed in Colorado. A pro gay or. Oh. Yeah, it was anti. Well, no, she was upset. She was upset about it, saying how she would never come yeah, back to Amendment the state. Amendment 2 was an anti gay law. Right, but she was. I thought she she was anti-gay. No, 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 no. Amendment two. Amendment oh, really? two. Um, I thought that's why they were pissed at her. She's a gay icon. No, right? Yeah, and that's why I was confused. It's okay. the opposite. That's why I was okay. trying to structure. Yeah, so they're uh, anti-gay. That's why I was trying to explain in the very beginning of this kind episode, of, where not, I was like, well, it's not that they're anti-gay, it's the fact that she, it was the whole, She was you just know, throwing her weight that's around. That's our word yeah. type of thing, mm-hmm. where where she, she, it's not that her weight, it's that she spoke, uh, she lived she, in some Aspen she, place, and she just yeah, kind of she said, owned like, a space in Aspen, and she's like, I'll never come back to Colorado, and they're like, fuck you, like, it's we fine, don't want like, you you're, anyway. you're perfectly fine to fucking speak out against, you know, this, this, this you know amendment too yeah but don't do it in such a fucking bitchy way and also totally. they hate her face and the way she sings and everything about her and she's stupid and ugly and they hate her you guys know about her mall no i don't know what that yeah, means. and her mansion yeah yeah apparently the basement of her oh you house. mentioned this yeah. in paul tinkering at some point sorry right, um well i was gonna say it's also kind of similar to north carolina which just just happened this year north carolina passed a couple laws you know the bathroom laws and all that mm. and then people said you know i'm not performing there i'm not gonna be you yeah. know, singing there i'm not gonna be living you know a lot of people said that so 
I think it's kind of, it, it, which interesting, it, was, it did remind me of modern aspects. So I think it is, yes, a commentary on how good South Park is and how universal it is, but it's also a sad commentary on how we kind of repeat the same issues over and over. Well, sometimes. let's close out on that. That's an interesting point. Um, so a lot of people always say, as far as the Oscars and as far as like, can people use their celebrity to speak out on issues that they care about? Is that something, because everyone always says, yeah. like, you know, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Yeah. This is not the place for that. The, you know, or the like, Grammys or the Oscars or whatever is not the place for that. We don't want to hear you just shut up and sing. What do you guys think about the idea of celebrities talking out about issues? It depends on the context. Um, if they're good about it, if they're, to, honestly, it's, it's, it sounds rude, but if one if a celebrity is smart in my mind and knows what they're talking about, then I'm willing to listen to them. But if they just sound blowhardy and just, you know, I, this is my bully pulpit or not bully pulpit, but pulpit, <laughs> then uh, yeah, I, I get pissed off. So I, does it matter whether they're a celebrity or not? Or is it anybody who's presenting a good argument is, is you know, um, yeah. ought to be afforded the ability to be listened to? Sure. I would say the latter, but they just happen to have celebrity and the ability for people to listen with their social media presence and uh, right now and uh, but back then it was it was Barbara Streisand was even more important because it was whatever the media would choose right there was no Twitter there was no Facebook <laughs> it was just yeah. you know we're gonna we're gonna print this quote that Barbara Streisand said yeah, he's chosen I'd for harvest I don't have as much of a problem with the celebrities as I do with how we embrace what they say. So you know they're free to say whatever the fuck they want to say whenever they want, but it's you know, kind of the American people that have put them on that pedestal that have made what they say so much more important. I mean, we elected a president because of his celebrity. Exactly. Yeah. And so that that is the sort of, uh, you know, dumbification of America, essentially, that we have taken to, uh, you know, just trusting Jenny McCarthy about vaccines. Like it is a, you know, a, 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 a inappropriate amount of uh, gravitas to place on these people. Um, that being said, actors usually do have a lot of free time and they spend a lot of time reading. <laughs> I don't know where the thing is. <laughs> they really only work like half the time on set. Oh, Jesus. They just sit in the trailer and fucking read. Really? It's their face. They are the, the important ones. Without an actor, you can't fucking have a movie. Yeah, without my microphone, they're not being recorded. Exactly. Bitch. <laughs> Watch any Italian film, Italian New Wave film. They did not need a microphone. I'm not going to watch them because they're boring to me. <laughs> they were all like eight and a half. Try and make it without a Little camera, Chivita. motherfuckers. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> or South Park is not really made with a camera, but whatever, it's fine. First one was. <laughs> the very first one. Yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. That's what matters. Thanks, kids. Okay, sorry. I feel like it was one more thing I forgot. Um, the So Barbara Streisand's response to it was actually really, really interesting. Um, here's what she said in a Mirabella interview. Um, I wasn't even aware of the show until I read it in Time magazine that they had used me in a very negative way. Let me say that I enjoy satire and parody and I love the movie In and Out. <laughs> what? What? That, what? It makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> It made me laugh. It wasn't it wasn't mean spirited, but I wonder if shows like South Park and Beavis and Butthead don't add the cynicism and negativity in our culture, especially these in children. These youngsters are formulating their attitudes and maybe they come away feeling that any women any, any woman who dares to accomplish something is the incarnation of self-centeredness, self-centeredness and what? greed. And that would be very unfortunate, especially for younger girls. They later mock her in Spooky Fish. What is the Streisand effect? The Streisand, She's a succubus. Eff- the Streisand effect com- comes from when there was a, uh, a helicopter that was flying over her Mal- her Malibu house, and they took pictures of it and published it in some Malibu like catalog or whatever. I thought it was Google Earth. 
I don't know what it was. I'm just mm. whatever it is. I think it's Malibu, somewhere around there. Anyways, there's um, and, and then it was published just randomly, and, and it was in the background of some picture, and no one noticed it until she did, and she basically put up a big stink about it and sued them. And because of her crazy lawsuit and all this stuff about seeing her house in the background of some picture, everyone then knew where her house was, and then everyone uh. was now like bitching at her, and then she basically like lost her entire privacy because she bitched about it. So it's kind of the effect of we wouldn't have known about it until you protested. That's funny. That's funny. I get it. Yeah. Was my portrayal anti-Semitic? Yes. Sorry. It was Sheila Brothowski. I was just trying to do, yeah. It's not anti-Semitic. I was just (laughs) yes-anding. I know. That's why. It certainly wasn't pro. (laughs) Gay.